This is Entrepreneurs Get Visible, the podcast for people who want more impact, influence, and income. I'm Anna Parker-Naples, and I'll be sharing with you proven methods from leading entrepreneurs that help you get visible as an authority in your field. Because anything's possible when you get visible. Hey, so today I want to talk through what makes a really successful podcast launch, why some podcasts do incredibly well and why some don't. Now, I've been responsible for helping over 300 podcasts over the last 18 months to enter the charts, to go live, to get in Apple, Spotify. We've had many top charting shows all around the world. And as I'm recording this today, as I'm delivering this today, we've just had the very first podcast that's reached the top UK number one spot in business, which is Lisa Johnson's podcast, Making Money Online. Now, those top spots in the business category, which is the one that most people really want to get into, are often, in fact, almost always dominated by real, really big, well-known people, often celebrities, often men. In fact, we've seen over the last 18 months, those top spots have predominantly been held by Tim Ferriss and Gary Vaynerchuk and Steve Bartlett, who has, I think his podcast is called The Diary of a CEO. They're all men, they're all heavy hitting. Now, we've seen the odd celebrity name podcast woman who has then, like Mary Portis, for example, um, her show's done really well. But other than that, it is incredibly challenging to get that number one spot in the UK. What we do see is much more achievable is getting a number one spot in a subcategory such as marketing, careers, entrepreneurship, investing. And the reason that they're they're easier is because there's just much more flow. There's no one kind of dominating that space. But the reason that any of the podcasts that we're launching do really well is twofold. So one is the strategy that we put behind the launches. And we always tailor make them for the individual, their community, how they normally launch, what people are accustomed to them doing. And we pull together lots of information about work, what works to get a podcast off the ground, what actions we need to see happening in Apple predominantly, and then over in Spotify once we've hit those positions in Apple. But we always make sure that whatever we're launching isn't just a cookie cutter approach. We're always looking at what's this person known for? What would be the best way to engage their audience? So we always make sure that there is a lot of activity happening in launch week. And that's really, really crucial. The amount of people who reach out to me who are great people in business, really successful businesses, loads of clients. But what they one of the biggest mistakes they've made is they've decided to launch a podcast on their own, not understanding this space and have done it with a a real sense of fear and lack, actually, a kind of mindset thing of I wanted to see how it went uh, until I shared it with anybody. I didn't want my audience to hear it if it wasn't good enough or if it wasn't charting and it wasn't successful. And that in itself is not going to get you results. That is one of the biggest problems because you have this unique window of opportunity to really get traction behind your show. And a lot of people say to me, well, isn't that a bit gimmicky? Isn't it a bit gamey? Aren't we kind of just playing, playing a game and it's not really real? And my answer to that is, well, whenever you've seen uh, something like a, a piece of music, for example, when we were all growing up and you'd be watching Top of the Pops or you'd be listening to the Top 40 on a Sunday night when you're supposed to be downstairs having your roast dinner, 
you know that those shows aren't going to stay at number one, but it's still a massive kudos to get in the top 10, to get in the charts at all. And it's a little bit like that with podcasting. Once you become a number one show, whatever category it is, you always have that accolade. Now, I don't believe in fudging the system and putting you in some random category that means nothing for your business. I don't believe that that's the way we should be doing things. That's out of alignment, it's out of integrity. It's not actually going to do you any favors because you'll be reaching the wrong audiences, which ultimately isn't going to grow your business. But if you don't put that effort, energy and commitment into launching the podcast, you're missing amazing opportunities to connect with your audience. And what happens as a result of that, if you get this right and you get all of that traction right, you are going to get so many more of your audience, your friends, your connections, your following, people you knew from school coming and listening to your podcast, which will then bring people back to your podcast time and again, because the more people who are subscribed in that first week, well, every single week until they unsubscribe from your show, your podcast is going to land in their podcast app. So a lot of the legwork in terms of downloads and listens is done for you because they're then literally going to be reminded by Apple or Spotify or whichever podcast app they use to listen to your show. That's really powerful because otherwise, if you don't want to play this game, kind of what are you doing it for? Because surely you want more listeners. The other thing is that when you are able then to trigger the charts and get yourselves in those categories, whether it's a subcategory or a main category, When Apple sees that there's a lot of traction, so that is downloads, full playthroughs of an entire episode, not just listening to the intro, subscribers, downloads, ratings and reviews, all happening on your show, then you're kind of giving the podcast directories an impetus that your show is important, your show is relevant, and people want to hear it. And so what they do is not only do they put them in in the charts and you kind of rank through the charts but they then also will promote your show in the new show section or the top show section for your category and without those things you're not going to come across new eyes and ears unless unless you've worked with someone like me like in the podcast agency who has done all of the work behind the scenes to keyword your show to get your categories right your descriptions right your tagging right your meta tags right and Without those things, there's only so far that a podcast will do really, really well. And it's perfectly normal for a podcast to shoot up to wherever it's going to get to at launch and then to come back down again. But if you haven't tagged your show right behind the scenes or got the right keywords or the right description, actually, it's not going to be found on an ongoing basis. So when we see amazing launches of podcasts, it's because the groundwork has been done. Now, this week in the top 50 in business and many other categories, we have pretty much all of our shows that we produce are somewhere. We also have lots of members who are in the podcast membership who didn't want to work with us for premium level production, wanted to kind of DIY it themselves. And we're seeing they too are getting great results. Now, that is a huge brand builder. And if you are thinking about doing a podcast or maybe you've launched your own podcast, but you kept it quiet, Well, there are ways that you can fix it, but not without expert help and guidance. So if you can't afford, if you can't afford any help, then have a look at my book, Podcast with Impact, how to start and launch your podcast properly. The important word is the properly, because I've been on both sides of the table. And in fact, also, so has Lisa, who Lisa Johnson's podcast reached number one in business just today. But she also, like me, had an earlier podcast where she was clueless about what she was doing and how to work this space. The other thing is that the podcast space, the podcast world has grown exponentially over the last 18 months since we've been in lockdown. It's now a very different ballgame. And if you don't play by the rules, if you don't do things properly, you won't get the results that you want. So I just wanted to share that these things don't happen 
by accident, even if you have a big audience, if you don't work out how to engage them properly to get the results and the actions taken that you need, you won't get the results. One of the reasons that Lisa's podcast has worked is because we've been really intentional about what she's been sharing. She's been really honest and open in her content. So people really buy into that, really trust her as a result of that. But also she's done all of the actions to make sure her audience are taking action. And that's really important. So I just wanted to share because some people, obviously, they don't have as big audience as that. And that doesn't mean you still can't have a successful show, but you have to put the legwork in. And that's why we're seeing that we get so many number ones, number twos, number threes, top tens, not just in the UK, but all across the world for the shows that we put out there, because we understand all of the components that it takes to have success. So that's it for me. And if you haven't gone and had a little listen to Lisa's podcast, go and check it out. It's currently number one in business in the UK called Making Money Online with Lisa Johnson. Thank you for listening to Entrepreneurs Get Visible. To get your free checklist on how to raise your profile and to find out about our community, go to annaparkernaples.co.uk forward slash get visible.